Good afternoon. I'm Brahm Batsu. And I'm Jishan Karbanda. And welcome to our podcast, The Weekly Dose of High School, where we will be guiding you through the life of a high school student while speaking to knowledgeable people in the industry. Welcome to our first episode. Today, we are here with Punch Gold, a biology and health sciences major advisor. Folks, you're going to love today's episode as we're going to be covering topics from college admission to the application of majors. So to start off today's podcast, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience, Pranshul? Thank you, Jishan and Varun. Hello, everyone. I'm Pranshul, and I'm a current fourth-year medical student. I'm going to be applying to residency later this year, and, and I'm hoping to go into family medicine, with my goals being to work in a rural hospital as both a clinician and hospitalist. Outside of medicine, I love spending time with my fiancé and my dog, as well as hiking, playing music, and cooking. And I also serve as a biology and health sciences major advisor for high school students, so they're better prepared when they enter college. Great. You sound like a very ambitious student, Pancho, and I'm sure our audience would love to get to know you a little bit more. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode, shall we? So according to media, Around 95% of high schoolers are unsure what they want to pursue in the future. And in the process, they waste their precious high school years. Do you have any advice for students entering high school? It's a great question, Varun. So first thing, I wouldn't call being unsure a waste of high school years. It's definitely becoming more common that students are unsure of what they want to do with their lives as they're entering high school and even entering college. Current situations don't make that any easier. The job market is constantly changing, and it is also a fine line between obtaining a career for just money or doing what you love. There is no set rule that you must decide what to do in high school, as you have not experienced much at that stage in your life. College is when you really start taking classes that you enjoy. You can explore different subject matters and get a better understanding of what interests you. My main advice for high school students is don't be so worried about what you will do. The main goal in high school is to acquire knowledge about different subjects and gain a better understanding of what interests you the most so you can focus on that in college. Thank you, Prunchal. Let's move on to the next question. On the admission page for many colleges, they state that having a good GPA and SAT score wouldn't automatically guarantee admission to that college and that enrolling in extracurricular programs would boost their chances of getting into their desired college. Most people can easily do these programs. So do you think there's anything else we need to do? Right. So for many colleges now, the SAT and ACT are becoming optional tests. So this means that the university will use other items to determine qualifications of students. And this is still a relatively new change. So we don't exactly know what the admission metrics are for newly matriculating students. So doing more extracurriculars, such as volunteer work, joining clubs, sports, band, Stuff like that is a good way to boost your application. The main thing about extracurriculars is longevity, though. And what I mean by that is that you shouldn't keep changing what you're doing every two to three months. Stick with something, get leadership opportunities, so that way the college can see that you're able to commit to an activity and help better it. And Parshal, just to add on to that, what you just said, in terms of extracurriculars, do you recommend that students should pick extracurriculars that are closely related to their intended major, or should they do a vast majority of um, a widespread of extracurriculars? Sure. So the main thing is doing extracurriculars that you like. Um, Many people major in different things in college, so you're not going to find extracurriculars specifically for some of the majors you might find in college. 
So I think in terms of extracurriculars, doing something you like is more beneficial than trying to find something of what you think you might do later in life. Great. And now I would like to ask you, Pancho, um, what is the best advice if you could give one piece of advice? What is the best one that you could give to a student who is going to apply to college in the upcoming admission season? And why would that be? Sure. So my main piece of advice is work hard right now so that you can relax later. It's extremely important to have a well-written personal statement. And so make sure you have friends who read it, your parents, your English teacher, anyone that you can find, make sure that they read your personal statement because your personal statement is often the defining factor of your application because there's not many interviews that happen for undergrad students. So the admissions committee is using your personal statement as a way to get to know you. Secondly, take some time to relax. After you submit your college applications, take some time to yourself. And what I mean by that is don't skip school or give up on classes. I just mean that don't overdo it and trying to continue being such a gunner student. So spend time on mm -hmm. activities that you like. Most colleges often have contingencies though. So be careful because that means you have to keep your grade above a 3.0 GPA to be admitted even after you've been accepted. Correct. Uh, well said, Pancho. So, and additionally, now I'm going to ask you a question that I'm assuming a lot of our viewers would like to know, and that's about um, the specific competitive majors such as computer science or business. So for these types of, for an applicant that is applying to these uh, majors that I just talked about, or that I just stated, and the applicant has top-notch grades and extracurriculars, do you recommend them, do you recommend them to apply as undecided or something closely related to their major rather than applying directly as that competitive major? So let me give you a scenario. So suppose there's a student applying to like Stanford or uh, Georgia Tech and their intended major is to pursue computer science. And now you, as you may know, Georgia Tech and Stanford are very competitive schools and CS is a very competitive major. So would you recommend them to apply as undecided or closely related majors such as data science or computer engineering or just go straight on with the computer science? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think it's important to mention that, especially with a lot of majors becoming impacted now. The, the main thing here is I never recommend any student apply to a four-year university as an undecided major. And the main reason for that is it can often be difficult to secure a major of your choice after you enter college. So if you enter undecided, and when it finally comes time for you to declare a major, you're, re you're essentially reapplying for the major you want to go into, which means now you're competing with incoming freshmen for spots in the major. So it's always better to be admitted to the university with a major declared. Now, as you're approaching application season and your grades are maybe not great and you're applying for a very hard to get into major, then it might be better to go to a community college, especially in California right now, community colleges are free for the first two years out of high school. So this means you can take your prerequisite courses at a community college work hard, get good grades, and then apply to a university or college after that because your high school grades during community college don't matter. So that might increase your chances of getting into the major that you want to go into. So now, Pranshal, you mentioned about this fact of students who don't have good grades going to community college. And now that makes sense. But however, there are many talented and well-qualified students like who have straight A's, 1600 SAT scores, 36 in SAT. However, they still get some, many of them still get rejected in these top-notch colleges. So for them, what, what would you say that they need to do differently so they have a better shot at getting into these elite universities with their stellar grades? Sure. And I, I have a few friends that went through that same process where they were top-notch students and still didn't get into the 
universities of their choice. And the, the main thing is one, don't take it personally. This happens across the board and through the country. And the other thing is that grades and having perfect SAT, ACC scores is not exactly what the college is looking for. It's not gonna hurt you in a sense, you know, getting a great ACT or SAT score is very helpful. But at the same time is, are you a student that that university wants? Did you take the time and volunteer in your local community? Is this something, or is this somebody that the university is going to benefit from? And that's the way they approach it. Is this student going to come into my university and help make the university better? Or is this student just gonna come here, study and leave? So I think the main thing is making sure you get volunteer activities, get extracurriculars, make yourself that well-rounded student. So that way universities actually find a benefit of having you there. Well said, Prunchal. On a different note, Prunchal, since you are a biology and health scientist major advisor, do you have any advice for students who are planning to pursue to become a med student? Sure. Uh, my main advice for that is make sure you actually enjoy learning and the art of medicine before pursuing it. And if your main goal is to make money, there are much better ways to accomplish that outside of medicine and giving up eight to 15 years of your life to try to become a doctor. You can make more money a bunch of other ways, but make sure before you go into medicine, that's something you actually enjoy doing. Otherwise, it's going to be a very hard life for you. Thank you, Punchal. On the same topic, Pancho, uh, I know that you mentioned um, that the colleges are looking for uh, individuals who have well-rounded extracurriculars, have good grades and all that. But like, I'm going to be talking specifically for a specific major that's going to be computer science, since I believe that is the most competitive major out there right now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of students are in applying for that major, have done a lot of CS summer programs. They have done all the APCS courses available. They have they have done a lot of hackathons and you name it. However, um, what do you feel that individuals should actually have in their extracurricular, which is related to computer science or which what 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 should they write in their essays specifically that can, they can have a, an excellent shot and admission? Yeah, that's a great question. And so this is the main thing, right, is that with these impacted majors, every student is becoming more and more competitive. So like you mentioned, you know, these computer science majors, for example, are doing hackathons, they're taking these AP courses, but now every computer science major that wants to go into computer science is doing that. So you need to find something that separates you from everyone else, right? And so that's where extracurriculars really come into. And the main thing about extracurriculars is that they should consist of activities that you have a vested interest in. And it doesn't have to be exactly related to your field. So this the extracurriculars don't just serve as an application booster, which means quantity is not what they're looking for. They're looking for quality. So these activities need to have meaning to you. So that way you can write about them in a meaningful manner, right? You, the only way you can get this across to admissions committees is through written word. There's no interviews. So you have to be passionate about these extracurriculars. So that way you can write about them passionately. And so that way, whoever's reading them can actually see that you took the time to learn from these extracurricular activities. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as you enjoy it. And the more you learn and grow from it, the easier it'll be to write about. So I have two follow-up questions on that. So my first one is, um, do these extracurriculars, extracurriculars, even if you are passionate about them, do they have to have a better impact or a greater impact on your society? Or, or do they not have to have an impact 
as long as you're passionate about them. Yeah, obviously, if you're passionate about them, you know, it's not necessary that it has to be humanitarian work um, with these extracurriculars. So it can even be something um, like taking band, for example, or doing sports. Those are all extracurriculars. But the main thing is, did you learn something from them? And did you actually enjoy doing it? Because you have to be able to write about it. Okay, you can't just put 15, 20 extracurriculars on your application um, and expect to be a standout applicant unless you actually put the time and effort into each one. Well said, Kachal. And my second follow-up question for that is, do the extracurriculars, extracurriculars that you are doing, and do they have to be vaguely related? I know that you said they don't have to be completely related, but do they have to be vaguely related in some scenario to your major? So for example, like, if you're applying to as a CS or a bio major, which are all STEM subjects, do you recommend uh, an applicant to like do something in like an English paper that, or write an English book that will help out a lot of people? Do you think that will help the applicant, even though it's not even, even though it's completely not unrelated to their major? Yes, I believe so. And the, the reason I'm saying that is because of this whole concept of the well-rounded student, which gets thrown a lot, around a lot by universities is that they're looking for this well-rounded student. And what they mean by that is you shouldn't just be really good at one thing. You should have the knowledge and the breadth to be able to do a bunch of different things throughout your life, right? Otherwise, what happens is that these students go to university, they study, study, study the same topic, and then they get burnt out, and then they don't enjoy what they're doing anymore. So you have to have other interests. Now, with that being said, I don't mean that you should only focus on other stuff. If you're, for example, applying to computer science or biology, you already mentioned doing AP computer science courses, doing hackathons, doing summer programs, that's all very helpful. But you should also have other interests, like if you're on the basketball team, or if you play an instrument in the band, or if you go out and volunteer, right? It doesn't have to be related to computer science, but the fact that you have other interests also shows the university that when you come to us, you'll be able to keep yourself busy outside of just studying. Thank you, Crunchyroll. As we're talking about extracurriculars and summer, pro summer programs, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people in high school take many summer programs while some take fewer. Do you think that taking many summer programs would actually help and look better on your college application? Sure. So when I was personally applying for colleges, summer programs were not a normal thing. However, over the past few years, these have started to pick up more and more. And personally, I'm torn with summer programs because you're essentially asking students to never have time off from school. Um, yes, they can be helpful if you're using the summer to complete courses. Like, for example, if you're taking um, a community college course to get college credit or boost your GPA, then I believe that they can be helpful. If you're shadowing doctors, if you're doing research, if you're doing hackathons or something that's interesting to you, then sure, it can be helpful. But I don't think that they're mandatory to look good um, for a college application because it's also important for your mental health to take time off from studying and being in a school mentality. But at the same time, I don't recommend that you sit at home all summer and do nothing. So make sure you're using your time wisely whether that be getting a job if you want to make money, whether you want to volunteer on the weekends or two or three days a week, but just do something. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a summer program where you're spending thousands of dollars just to get a subpar class. And uh, I'm follow up. So like you mentioned that you're not too well, into, um, you, um, you don't follow the idea of summer programs. So 
you know there's like a rumor out there you you may or may not have heard of this that hey if i attend this summer program at stanford i have a better shot at getting here in stanford have you heard of that rumor and if you yeah, have Tom, do you think it's true yeah um, so yeah i will leave it at that it's just a rumor there's there's no correlation between attending summer programs at a university um, and being accepted into the college because once again the university uses summer programs as a money-making tool the students might learn something from it or they might make some connections but there's nobody from the applications or admissions committee that's going to be at the summer program trying to seek out students so that's not what these are meant for so there's no correlation so essentially uh, an applicant who who went to a summer program versus an applicant who did something else and used their time wisely, they are both equal. The applicant one who went to the summer program does not have an advantage over the other applicant, essentially, right? That's correct. Got it. And we have one final question for you, Pancho, before we wrap up today's episode. So as technology is getting ever more popular in our day and age, how crucial and important do you think is the study of biology, and the study of biotechnology and biological engineering, commonly known as bioengineering, in, uh, in, and other related majors for individuals, businesses, and government. And why would that be? Sure. So the fields you've all mentioned, those are fields that will never stop growing. And you can even just use the past couple of years as an example. Um, biotechnology, pharmaceutical, bioengineering has all taken off. The, the main thing is that in terms of biology, one, there will always be diseases that will appear that we have never heard of before. And two, the main thing for humans is longevity of life. So both those things combined will make sure that biology, bioengineering, biotechnology will never go to waste. So these fields always have something to work towards. So I think they'll consistently be growing. Um, you'll always be a very useful candidate for any job you're applying to. Thank you. Well, that's it for today on episode one of Weekly Dose of High School. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Mr. Goal speak about college admissions. And yeah, like Ron said, uh, thank you so much, Pranchal, for letting us talk to you and ask you some questions about the college admission process. I'm sure our viewers enjoyed it very much. And also, guys, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube, you name it. We are on all those platforms and we upload weekly episodes. So make sure you subscribe so you never miss an upload. Until then, take it easy, guys.